You're listening to Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. Find out how you can support us at sunriserobot.net slash support. Welcome to episode five. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm your other host, Polly. Let's get to it. Uh, okay, Polly. I kind of have a big deal announcement. Okay. Kind of related to our podcast. Uh-oh. Don't freak out. So we have a podcast, you mm-hmm. and I. It's called Likely Story. We're talking on it right now. Whoa. And we talk a lot about TV. Because it's the best. It is. Um, but Mike and I just cut the cable cord. What? <laughs> uh, I know. Yeah. Uh, we kind of do this in cycles and it just got to be really expensive. And because they keep upping the charges slowly, but sure. you go from like a hundred dollars a month to 120. Yeah. to 130. We had a lot of good like promotional packages. Um, and then those obviously ended and the price basically quadrupled and then we had some incredibly bad service that has just kind of turned me off and we don't need to go into it because the whole rest of the world knows what i'm talking about (laughs) um but we did we just finally decided to kind of save our monthly budget a little bit so we cut cable um so we get by with watching shows with we do hulu streaming and we do netflix Mm -hmm. streaming um and then will like rent or um, buy stuff on Apple TV too. But we did have to have this discussion of like, what about my podcast? <laughs> How will I watch all of my TV if shows are a day like later to let streaming pick them up the next day? So we did it. How do you feel? I'm feeling okay. Um, it's been just about a week. Okay. Uh I I haven't really known what day it is this week. <laughs> and then, you know, some like one night I was like, oh, I think we missed that episode. And I was like, wait, it's streaming and it aired two nights ago or whatever. And so we can catch up. But I think it'll I think it'll work. OK, so I know I know cable is ridiculously expensive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I also have a cable bill and it's it's silly. Um but I also actually just heard a story on NPR recently um, talking about um, the service that Apple is probably going to be putting out called – I think it's like Skinny TV or Skinny Table – Cable, not Table. Oh, I haven't <laughs> heard of that one. Um, and just offering like a – you get to kind of pick the networks and shows that you want to. Okay. Um and something that, I mean, kind of the conversation has been recently, especially with Netflix and Hulu mm-hmm. and all of these, it's like, where does cable television fit into this world anymore? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. But they, one of the things that the cable program programs, <laughs> networks, yes, um, are saying is there's you're going to have all of these different charges for Hulu and Netflix and iTunes and HBO and... All yeah. of these different services, and does it really make that much of a difference? And is it yes. that little? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm Next sorry. topic. No. Okay. okay. Go on. Great Go podcast. On. <laughs> um, you answered my question. <laughs> well, no, I think I mean, is there? Are they trying to argue it's more? 
convenient or that it will actually be cheaper to just have cable? Uh, yeah. I mean, so I think there's a few different arguments. One, that it's easier to just have everything bundled because you will need internet, which most of our internet comes from our cable Provider. providers. So yeah. there's that cost. Um, and then the cost of doing these individual kind of a la carte networks. Mm-hmm. By the time you're done doing all of those to get what you want, that you're basically paying the same price. As and if cable. there is difference... That the idea of paying one bill instead of seven yeah. is more convenient. I don't. We're not writing separate checks out anymore for these yeah. types of things. I it's feel pretty automated, like, so I don't know how convenient. Yeah, we can pretty much scrap that convenience <laughs> um, argument. And and I will say this because the other services we pay for are automatic monthly deductions that have. Never in multiple years been wrong. They have never changed <laughs> yeah. their fee, yep. and I've Very never cool. once had to be concerned about it. Cable was a bill that I refused to have auto deduct, and still one month they deducted three worse, like three months worth of a, a charge in one month for us, and then it took me two months to get that money back. Um, so no, I don't think the <laughs> convenience of paying cable is ever going to fit into my life. Fair enough. Um, but I did. I I I mean, we did the math on this a lot because it. You do have to think about. So the thing that we were excited about is um, the HBO Now that Apple TV and Roku's and other other things will get. But we're mm-hmm. a big Apple TV family, um, and so with Hulu. Netflix, um, streaming both of those, and then the $15 a month that HBO is going to be, that comes to $32 a month. We pay about $65 for internet. With internet and cable before, without HBO, we paid like $165. (laughs) So we are still saving at least like $70 to be cutting this stuff. That's a lot Um, of inconvenience, though. That's It is really... (laughs) Really inconvenient to have seventy dollars extra in my budget each yeah. month. <laughs> what are you gonna do with all that money? I mean, you're gonna. I might just throw paper around, write some checks. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever cable thinks I'm you gonna do. You can write one to Polly. A. <laughs> yeah. <Kyle. laughs> in the amount of sixty eight dollars. <laughs> um, yeah. So my only my only other question then is sports. What do you do about sports? And I I think there probably are. I think ESPN now offers. Some streaming options, but yeah. like football season, yep. John and I, John is a big baseball fan, so we both watch a lot of baseball yes. on television. <laughs> yeah. So this is why we go in cycles. Like, we've done this kind of multiple years in a row where we eliminate cable as soon as possible in February mm-hmm. <clears throat> after <laughs> playoff losses, and then we pick it back up in August when football season starts. Um I assume we will probably do the same thing, but there might be other, you know, it's hard because streaming sports isn't as kind of clean as a mm-hmm. viewing experience, I think. Yeah. Um, and one of the first years that we did, one of the first years we did this, we were like, yeah, we're going to save so much money. And then like two Sundays went by where we went out to bars yep. to watch football yep. and we were like, we just spent a hundred dollars on like <laughs> drinks and food over the course of four hours. This is not cost saving at all, no. and so that's usually what brings us back to the reality yeah. of us liking to watch football. 
Um, it's one of the reasons why I've considered, but you have to get DirecTV, so that's a whole different ballgame, getting right. the NFL package. Yeah. Because I don't, I hardly see any Steeler games. Right. Um, so that's one of my, like, you'll be a real successful adult when you have that. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, kind of have that checklist of, uh, like, random things that you're like, you're making it. You're successful. NFL ticket. Yep. That's, <laughs> that is on my list for sure. <laughs> So yeah, I think the sports is the hard one. I wish there was a better way to watch without having to have the full cable package. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll have to see. I'll have to look into that. That makes sense. Well, keep me updated. Yeah. I, I sometimes wonder why I have a Netflix account because we have cable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did get rid of my Hulu Plus. This has okay. been a while, but I had a Hulu Plus and I'm like, I really don't need this yeah. <laughs> right now. Um, but... I don't yeah. know. We we sometimes toss it around every time that John pays the cable bill. <laughs> yeah. like, and then you forget about it, and yeah. then <laughs> next month it's the same thing. Yep. Yeah, so we'll see. So I should still be able to keep up to date. Oh, the other, the other piece that um, I added just because we're thinking about, like, will I be able to watch all of these shows with – and then talk about them on my podcast. And so – Mike and I did go through the shows that we watch that are not available streaming, Uh-oh. like while they air. Okay, so you know a lot of shows come to Netflix later, right. but they're not available like immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone knows I have no patience, so waiting a year, <laughs> gross. No. Um, so we looked at all of those shows, and it really came down to, I think, three shows that we ended up buying on. Mm-hmm. Um, iTunes through iTunes for our Apple TV, which was Better Call Saul, um, which we can talk about in a little bit. Um, The Walking Dead. AMC. Yeah, AMC shows. So yeah, Yeah. Better Call Saul and The Walking Dead. And Walking Dead only had two more episodes Mm -hmm. um, left in the season from when I cut cable. So I only had to pay the three bucks to kind of get those. Um, And then FX, The Americans, um, isn't an easy streaming because they – delay things and they the timeline of like how long they're available online is very short so you're behind a week but then if you miss a week you can't really catch up because they roll things off um and so it was worth the 25 dollars to me to just get the show hey that's still still saving money money left right to write me a check okay (laughs) (laughs) we better move on because you're just um that's not gonna happen (laughs) it's fine all right. Fine. Um, so my parents are in town. Yay. Woo. Hi, Polly's parents. <laughs> they say hi. Well, my mom says hi. My dad doesn't listen. I learned. Huh. My mom listens and then huh. tells him about it. <laughs> That's really adorable, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but even when they're, like, riding in the truck together. Yeah. Like, down the highway. My mom has her big earphones on and is listening. And my dad. I guess apparently she cheers when she's mentioned. That's really funny. So. <laughs> Perfect. This will be a good one. <laughs> um, so they recently adopted, um, as all of you listeners know, I'm kind of an animal person. Um, and part of that is due to my parents um, being animal people and allowing me to have all kinds of pets and cats and dogs and rodents and lizards. And okay. I even raised baby robins, birds one time. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Uh, so they have been without an animal, a pet, for, oh, I mean, close to three years. Okay. And it was, I mean, it was time. 
Yeah. So they were looking and looking for the right the right dog, and um, they found this this little fluff ball. He is a <laughs> shipu. What is that? <laughs> I want to guess, but I also don't. <laughs> Why don't you just tell me? <laughs> it's a Shih Tzu Poodle Mix. No way. He is still a puppy. He's uh, 12 weeks. Okay. He's what? two and a half pounds. What? He's so... That's so small. Tiny. And you have to you have to also know that the last dog that my parents have was huge. He was 160 pounds oh and came God. up to my rib cage. His head oh came up God. to my rib cage. I'm 5'4". So, I mean, I'm not... Big dog. Yeah, he was huge. So they went from... An, um, Buddy, the big dog, um, was black with white markings, and Wendell, the little dog, Wendell. is black with white markings. Oh, he kind of nice. looks like an old man. He's got like yeah. this like little goatee thing going on. <laughs> so Wendell is just like very excited about everything. Sure, he loves people. He loves animals. He chases dogs. He ch- he loves cats. He loves cat toys. <laughs> so. Yesterday, my mom and I um, went wedding dress shopping, and then my dad came and picked uh, her up from our place and okay. brought Wendell. Wendell goes basically everywhere with him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, brought Wendell in, and we have our two cats, Odie and Rona, and Odie is kind of a scaredy cat, and as soon as he saw my dad come in, he ran behind the couch, was like, <laughs> nope, I don't know what's in your arm, and I don't want to know. <laughs> And then my dad, Rona, who's all her like sassy self, yeah. like, was like, what is that? And started meowing. And then uh, my dad put Wendell down and he like went charging at Rona. And Rona was like, oh, no. Oh, my gosh. No, 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 no. And she just sat up on the desk and glared at him for the next like however long they were there, 10 minutes. Did it phase him at all? Um, No. No. <laughs> Perfect. He was he was um he was really excited. He was yeah. like, I'm on a plane. He like has these really sharp head movements. You can't see me, but I'm imitating. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> um he's he's a very special little little shih tzu. So, okay. No, not a shih tzu. A shipoo. Shipu. Oh my gosh, we live in such a weird world. Um, it's a new breed, by the way. Are there photos of said dog that I can see and that we can share? Yes. All will, right. I will find a good Wendell picture for everyone. Look for him in the show notes. <laughs> he doesn't photograph well because he moves so quickly, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll find one. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man. Um, so I don't know if I told you, but um, I have finished House of Cards. Oh, really? I actually finished it on the Friday after our yeah. podcast recording. <laughs> the whole world is pretty much over House of Cards, Polly. <laughs> no one knows what happened anymore. No, everyone binged it in like two days and promptly we forgot, forgot about, about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's hear it. So, okay. W- let me back up quickly. Okay. To recap your thoughts prior to actually finishing the season, <laughs> you really loved Doug. <laughs> And I think that was all you had to say about it. And it was kind of boring. And it was boring. Okay. What now? I'm embarrassed that I love Doug. (laughs) That's right. Do you want (laughs) to say that again just for the official record one more time? I'm embarrassed that I love Doug. Yep. But I still love him. No. 
I mean, he's horrible. He's a terrible human. He's horrible. I knew as soon as he drops her out of the van and like was letting her walk, I'm like, this isn't gonna last. This really, isn't, this isn't gonna last. He's not. And then when he stopped, I'm like, he's just gonna run over with the van. Ugh. Which and we don't did. know if that's what he did, but I well, assume he did. Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah, whatever. It's okay, Doug. I still love you. It's not okay, Doug. <laughs> Stop being a terrible human. They're all terrible humans, Shelby. There's I know. not a single one of them. The people in the slap are better humans than <laughs> okay. <laughs> we will get people. We will get to that next. <laughs> um, okay. Anything else? What did you think about um, Claire's ending? Go That's- Claire. Go Claire. <laughs> Go Claire. Go Claire. That's what I wanted to talk about so much was her kind of. Oh, it was amazing. Like, do you think she is really going to leave him or is she going to come back? I think she's going to leave him. Really? And then just like what? Start her own career somehow? Yep. I think people dislike him enough in the public sphere. Yeah. Like not just the people like us that know how horrible of a human he actually is. Yeah. But people in the public sphere don't trust him. They don't like him. And they adore her. They think do she they? they do. Okay. I Maybe. think I think that she is okay to stand on her own two feet without him. Yeah. I don't think Well, I agree. I just don't know that she has like well, I don't think she's going to be president. She has the experience and like the likability that she thinks she does. Because no. she's a terrible human being, too. She's not the best. <laughs> um, okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I was really happy. Because yeah. he like, showed his true colors, too, in the yeah. last couple episodes. Like Actually, since the whole breakdown with the... Uh, with what's his face the <laughs> the president uh the russian president oh okay um i was gonna use real names of like yeah, the actual that's russian not- <laughs> president and that's not right no nope. <laughs> <laughs> um but he the that kind of relationship started to kind of go downhill and he was just saying kind of shutting her out and yeah. not giving her what the respect she needed and any of that, while also giving fair. her things that she didn't deserve, like the UN, right? Peace, but I think that's fair. Um, so something that Mike and I have talked about, and I'm now going to spoil. So, in full disclosure, spoiler alerts are coming. <laughs> there is a UK version of this show, so it already exists. That was on years and years ago. Um, they only had three seasons and we'll have at least four. I'm going to now talk about things that <laughs> happened in the UK version and see what you think. Um, but if anyone out there is really opposed to, to knowing what happened in the UK version, just watch the fast, UK version yeah. from years ago <laughs> or don't. I tried. It was really bad, yeah. but, um, fast forward for like maybe three minutes and then join us back in three minutes. Okay. Two minutes. Um, okay. So in the UK version, the series ends. Now, I don't know a lot about like how it happens in the middle, mm-hmm. um, but the – and I'll just use like our House of Carrots characters because they're the names I know. So yeah. like Frank and Claire would still be married and he would still be president and um, after like a big event, it was like an inauguration or something um, in the UK version – the wife orchestrates having him assassinated <gasps> <laughs> in order 
in order to protect his image, and I think there was also some financial things maybe happening to protect, but like the only way to keep his legacy and image intact without it unraveling was for the the wife had the like prime minister or whatever, you know, in UK. Yeah. So Claire would have Frank assassinated and orchestrate it. That isn't, makes perfect sense. Isn't though. that crazy? Do you think so? Here's here's why I was confused. Like why I'm conflicted about. I think that Claire is going to go back to Frank because I don't think that they can be like I think their power comes from the two of them together, feeding off their miserableness. Because they, yeah, they are miserable, and and he was miserable, and I wonder if he's going to have to try to fix that. Like he'll try to pretend to fix it, and she'll come back, but like. I could totally see in our house of cards Claire having Frank assassinated. Yes. Well, because they even talk about, like, the conversation that Claire and uh, Frank have, and she's like, we need to stop lying. Yeah. And he was like, can you imagine if they knew the truth? Yeah. And so I and they, they talked a lot about their legacy. Like, what is this legacy that we're leaving yeah. in things? So the, some of the events in the UK version don't line up perfectly with with, with how the u.s one does um you know like the events might happen they might be kind of shifted in story so some has happened but it doesn't directly align so what i think doug i think there is actually a is character there, a there is a character with the last name stamper that i saw when i was doing a <laughs> quick like scan so i'm sure there is a doug um the one example that i knew about was when um the reporter is killed yeah um, that happens, I think, earlier in the UK version mm-hmm. or in the oh, first this is going to sound stupid. It's either earlier or way later. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that it, it didn't exactly line up, line with, up timeline. with when it happened. Um, I think it might have been way later in the UK version. Um, but yeah, so there's some like elements that were similar. So Interesting. I'm just really like I'm not – a offended by the spoiler of it i think it helped like it's more fun to me to try to come up with what i think is gonna happen yeah well and also because even if that does happen it's not gonna be a sh- unless they try to do it where this thing happens like the, i don't know let's say the beginning of season four like he's assassinated and then we go back in time and it like shows how it works up the only way oh. that that could be a spoiler is if we never know who did it like if we have the event and then we i like this are trying to figure out who orchestrated it because he has so many enemies that it could be you could go through a whole season being like oh it's totally this person or this person and then it ends up being claire yeah i think that's the only way that it could be a spoiler sorry (laughs) no but i love it i I want it to happen like that i do too that's a great idea it'd be interesting too if they were separated I'm like writing the script for season four. <laughs> we'll, we'll Polly, call up. Polly's like typing out it. Dear House of Cards writers, don't know uh, if you got started working yet, but I have some ideas. And I think you should incorporate them because they're awesome. <laughs> if you did start already working on this, scrap those plans and read my following pages. <laughs> they are great. I think it's solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my big spoiler that. Mike told me about, and so now that's how it kind of frames my thinking of the show. We're going to be really disappointed if season four is really boring. Yeah. And has none of these 
things. That's then true. we really will need to write. Yeah, right. We'll be like, hey, all right, we had this really great idea, and you, you took had, it the wrong direction. You had an example. You didn't follow it. <laughs> Start again. Let's do this again. Yeah. Can try. You can still succeed. <laughs> all right. Well, until next next year, I guess. Yeah. Next Valentine's Day. Um, the slap. Speaking of awful people. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So how's, how's your rating? You moved up to I think a forty eight percent, didn't you? You were at like a twenty eight. Yeah, I did. And here's here's maybe the problem, not with the show, but with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I I have enjoyed it more. So um, I am one behind. An episode aired um, earlier this week that I about Rosie. I believe that I haven't mm-hmm. watched yet. Um, Neither but, have I. But otherwise, I'm up to date. And so I watched um, the two kind of episodes that happened were with Connie and with Aisha. Mm -hmm. And so Connie is the, like, 16-year-old babysitter that in the first episode I was so, like, just, like, come on, stop it. Like, this is dumb. Just stop it. And her entire episode made me reevaluate how I view the show. (laughs) And I, like... Part of me feels like I am just now part of average America that fell for this. And the whole like message of the show, not only are that things are more complicated than they seem, mm-hmm. but in the first episode, you're definitely judging people by this one experience you've had with them. And then when the, f- the future episodes kind of dig deeper into, um, into each character's like, backstory and friendships and relationships and all of this stuff like you start you know like Connie might be one of my favorite characters on the Mm -hmm. show (laughs) you know like she's very sweet and caring and has a very like tough childhood that she's trying to work through and a lot of tough like fatherhood issues and um, issues with her mom and just being a teenage girl Mm -hmm. Um, and so her episode made me really like stop and think, okay, I fell for it. I totally judged a book by its cover and should have maybe given it a better shot. Am I saying it's the best show in the world? No. <laughs> so what are you up to? Are you, are you up I to the 68% with critics? Maybe, maybe I'll go 68% with critics. Okay. What about you? Since you're mostly caught up too. So I'm, I'm, I have a theme. I'm kind of bored by it. I've like, I've, so I was really excited. Well, at first I was horrified that the show was replacing Parenthood's time slot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I learned that the show was a um, a miniseries right. rather than an actual television series. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then the first episode kind of got me. I mean, again, yeah. not the best piece of television that's ever been put in front yeah. of us, but really entertaining, kind of complex characters, even though they all seemed awful. There was at least kind of levels to their awfulness. Mm-hmm. To some extent. Um, and there seemed like there could be a lot there. And for whatever reason, some of these storylines have just, like, lost me. Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, the, like, yeah. Connie's storyline, like, I appreciated it. Like, I yeah. liked, I like her more as a character now. But I also yeah. was kind of like, why is this, I don't, I'm not. Some of it felt a little contrived. Is that the right word? Like, yeah. let's pack all of these, like, Top issues lately yeah. into one person's 
story who's 17 or 16 or whatever i still fell for it <laughs> no i mean and it's it's good i and you know aisha i mean we get to see that she's not quite the saint that she i mean compared to the other people that's i true. don't know i don't know i just i wanted to be into it and then i find myself doing other things while i'm watching it yeah and i don't do that with other television shows yeah. i don't check twitter or like not related to the show. I don't, yeah. you know, and I, I'm like looking on Facebook and yeah. I kind of get detached from the characters. I'm wondering as we get back into the characters who this has impacted the most with, um, Oh, Rosie, Rosie and, Richie. and Richie and Hugo, mm-hmm. if I'll kind of get back into it or not. Yeah. But some of it's just felt a little, I don't know. Yeah. That's well. Now that I'm thinking back to when we had both watched the first episode, Aisha was your favorite. I yeah. thought, like you yeah. were really like she seems great. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, she's still awful, but not not to the level that most of these other people were. Yeah. Um, and she definitely still has. There's an interesting honesty between her and Hector, her mm-hmm. husband, that I really appreciate, but. I don't know. It just, it feels uh, like in her episode, all of a sudden you learn that she was like an addict and, you know, a partier. And some of those themes really bothered me because it didn't mesh well. Like she's still giving Vicodin to her husband and, you know, she still boozes it up. So there's some, and also it was like, no, you weren't. Like you weren't an addict. Yeah. (laughs) Some of it was just a little forced. Yeah. Um, and like her relationship that she formed with the the meth addict that came into her clinic, and she's really concerned about him. Yeah, and some of that feels really forced. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I think the show in general feels a little forced. No, I actually think that's a great description. Um, now that I'm like thinking back mm-hmm. to certain scenes, like even the Connie episode and the um, they're they're trying to pack a lot into people's stories that. And I yeah. can see it as a story, like as a novel, and each of these people having their own, not chapters, but sections of the book. Yeah. I, you know, I can see that, I can see that, um, but I'm forgetting the character's name, um, Uma Thurman's character. Oh, who's right. Who's pregnant. She's actually my favorite. I think she comes back in the most recent episode. Anuk. Um, Anuk. Yeah. Um, her episode had nothing to do yeah, that's true. With any of these people, with the exception of Rosie, because she has some kind of relationship with Rosie. But that didn't happen except at the very, very, very beginning yeah. for like a minute and at the very, very end for like 90 seconds. Yeah. But I liked her story. It, but it all, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I might I might have gone down. I might be closer to 50%. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to be sad for it to end. This is an interesting turn of events. I know. Unless these last couple episodes, like really bring it in but it seems unlikely yeah (laughs) (laughs) but a show that is not forced and is actually quite exquisite is better call Saul yes (laughs) let's have a podcast about better call Saul oh oh wait weren't we supposed to do that yeah crap starting now (laughs) welcome to likely story a podcast about better call saul yep i'm your host polly (laughs) and i'm your host shelby (laughs) better call saul it is okay great so what do you think Ah! you love it (laughs) it's so good 
It's so good. So I have not watched all of Breaking Bad. I watched portions of the first season when I was working um, in Ithaca, okay, New York. Um, but I watched it after I had friends um, in the restaurant industry that I bartended with. So we'd get off of work and go back to one of our places yeah. and cook food and watch it. But it was like midnight or later. And okay. I don't do well with late night television yeah. viewing. <laughs> so, okay. um, so I never watched it. And then John got really into it and watched all of it without me. Okay. <laughs> Which makes me sad. <laughs> but that's okay. Um <laughs> So I haven't watched it, but John and I were like, well, let's, let's put it on. Um, <laughs> so I haven't watched Breaking Bad. I know that this is a spinoff of Breaking Bad. And so we start watching this show and I just start asking a bunch of questions. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I'm like, is this how he was on Breaking Bad? Talking about Saul. Yeah. And then it's like, why is his name Jimmy and not Saul? <laughs> Why isn't his name Saul yet? Was that character in Breaking Bad? Wait, is this person in Breaking Bad? Oh, this is a prequel? Why didn't you say that? But wait, is is this how is that character is that character in Breaking Bad? What about him? Those are all good questions. <laughs> Most of it was um, has this happened? Yeah. Are these people real in other places? Yeah. That's awesome. So Mike Mike and I did watch Breaking Bad not until it um we watched when it was over, like after it had mm-hmm. ended. Um, we had tried to start it a couple times, and I was a little bit um, turned off by some of the violence in the first couple of episodes. But then we pushed through, and it's probably one of our favorite TV shows. And as you know, I mean, Mike doesn't love TV to the extent that I do. I don't know how so it's possible. I know. He but loves movies, John. But he doesn't really get into too many TV shows. But we watched Breaking Bad together, and he really loved it. And as did I. And so when Better Call Saul came out, he was like pumped. And it is the only show I know that he watches like when it is available to watch. Like every week it's, you know. Yeah. Um, we just love it. It's like so good. the story, the way that it's shot, the character development. Um, oh, the characters are so unique and complex. And yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I mean, there's been a couple really great nods for the Breaking Bad fans that it's nothing too obvious that it detracts if you didn't watch. So in in the one episode when um, the two skateboard kids get kidnapped and Uh it's Tuco. Yeah. um, So the way they film it at the very end of that first episode when the gun comes out. And Jimmy gets pulled into the house and then Tuco pops his head out of the door. Like that was just an amazing way for Breaking Bad fans to see that crazy, crazy, crazy Tuco (laughs) is going to occasionally maybe um, come back. You know, (laughs) it might be more and I might have just been that episode. I haven't heard much more about it, but but that like for I mean, like we were like squealing like little girls. Like we were like, it's Tuco, oh my god. So it was just really exciting, and Mike, um, Mike the sorry, not not Mike <laughs> not for my right. husband, but Mike in the show um, is a really great character in Breaking Bad, but you only see a very specific side of him, mm-hmm. and only towards the very end do you really get more of his personality or anything, mm-hmm. and so it's been really cool to see 
his backstory start to develop and yeah. and for us to learn about why he's there and what he does and and for us to now see why he is going back into kind of dirtier business. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it's very cool. So, so Mike was also in Breaking Bad. Yes. <laughs> so Mind Mike, Mike was in Breaking Bad. He and seems he's like a, a character that would have. He's a fixer. Oh, so, okay. yeah. And, um, and he works with Jimmy when he's yeah. known as Saul later. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's so good. I'm so glad you're watching. It's really yeah. enjoyable. The whole, um, uh, the kettle, kettlemans? Is the that kettlemans? The- <laughs> Dumbest people alive. She is, oh, Mrs. Kettleman is something to pinch a nerve. She is like grating. And yeah. like, of course, the best way possible for that type of a character, but I'm just like, I dislike you so much. Like her just insistent that they hadn't stolen the money and all of it. Uh, it's like, oh my gosh. So her husband, what was it? No he worked money. in public service. I don't remember what he did. Yeah. He was like a um, town treasurer or a county treasurer. Stole over a million dollars, which they had hidden in cash in their house. And then they are convincing themselves that he has earned that money and they didn't steal anything. <laughs> Which no matter how, if that's how anyone feels, that is not how the world Mm-mm. works. But yeah, Especially like, from a government. <laughs> her just like grading insistence. <sighs> and then the best is like, she just seems so wound up. And so then when Jimmy like secretly has Mike steal the money. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then he goes to the Kettleman's and like tells them. And you can see her like physically, like just that actress was amazing she in that was role. So <laughs> There was like a physical change from like her persona of like we don't have any money of like there's light no money. bubbly and there's no money to Stepford wife he's innocent yes and then being like oh, and like runs away <laughs> oh that yeah yeah I mean like even the minor characters have great development yeah. it's been really good I'm sad there's only two episodes left oh really yes. I didn't know that. It's really upsetting. That is sad. I don't like when good television is so... I mean, it's part of the reason it's good television. It doesn't go on until it dies. Yeah. It kills itself. It, yeah. I do like... I mean, they were signed within the first airing. Like, mm-hmm. when the first one aired, they were signed for two seasons. Yeah. So, yes. we at least know that it's going to be coming back and is probably will yes. be as good. I'm really excited. I'm yeah. excited about that show. Yeah. So, I have... I have some news. Oh, okay. I heard and I sent you a picture when I was at the grocery store. <laughs> you did. Of a tabloid. Yes. And it was a picture of Whitney and Bachelor Chris mm-hmm. saying they had broke up. Yep. And that he had cheated on her with, well, there were a few different things. That he had cheated on her with her best friend. That he had cheated on her with his ex fiance. That he, I didn't know he was engaged before. What? I might have missed that episode. I yeah. I didn't miss that episode, but I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't it. feel like that was public knowledge. <sighs> but I've also read that it's not true. Whitney <laughs> says to calm down. <laughs> Whitney <laughs> says to calm down. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. It's okay. It's all hearsay. There's nothing bad happening. They're forever in love. Except that she's still in Chicago. Really? Yeah, but I guess um, the article that I'll put in the show notes says something about, like, she'll be able to do her job remotely. I don't understand how that's possible. 
I don't think they're going to ship sperm to her to like artificially inseminate eggs right. to ship those back. But if you're doing if you're doing not lab work, you can probably do some of it remotely. Yeah, you can know. review I'm cases I'm and you can contact about them. Shelby, how are we supposed to believe in true love when these love romances on television don't work out? I'm not sure how I'm supposed to answer that question. Exactly. We can't believe in true love. <laughs> but wasn't your first clue, amongst other things, that he went on Dancing with the Stars? Yes. Why, is he still on that? Yeah, I don't know. My parents watch it. I think he is. Oh, we should check in with them later. Yeah. <laughs> um, because she was saying when they were doing the rounds of the talk shows, she was saying like, oh, we're, um, like we're going to be living in L.A. for as long as needed while he's on Dancing with the Stars. This is such a stupid move. Why did he do that? Chris Harrison didn't even like the idea that he did that. He wrote it in his blog on People. I <laughs> always forget that he has a blog. and that They all have blogs now. Not not the girls. Really? I don't think the girls do because they don't deserve a blog, of course. Sure. But <laughs> um, Chris and Chris both had blogs this season. I didn't know oh. that until later on during, actually, I think after the final rose or... The girls tell all one of those yeah. when someone was talking about what he wrote about them in his blog. I'm like, oh. he has a blog? I've been missing this entertainment all along? Yeah. That this seems like a little. <laughs> that seems like a little much for me to um, yeah, I don't, participate in. I don't in. know if I'm that dedicated. I spend two hours of my life watching that. Yeah. What else? Do you have any good rumors? Um. Well, I don't have any good rumors. But there are a couple new TV shows that I have, like, randomly checked out. Um, So I've only watched, like, one episode of them um, that I didn't want to tell you about because we haven't had a chance to talk about them yet. Uh, One that is kind of ridiculous, but it's on the CW. CW show. And it's called iZombie. (laughs) Is it similar to iCarly? I don't know what that is. I think it's a Nickelodeon show or a Disney show. Well, I don't know. Um, but iZombie is this um, like young 30-year-old who is has... a zombie? Has... Just wait. <laughs> I want to okay? She has everything in her life going for her. Except... And then she goes to a party one night while she's in med school or some sort of fellowship to be a doctor. Uh, of course. Or she is a doctor, whatever. She's on this boat, and there's a freak accident, and and everyone dies. Whoa. Okay. But the thing is, it wasn't a freak accident. It was a zombie attack. <gasps> oh, my god! And now she's a zombie, but she's hiding it. So it's not like zombies a la Walking Dead <laughs> zombies. Um, she's totally functioning. She just looks a little bit goth because she's super pale and she used to have blonde hair and then she like dyes it or she used to have dark hair and she like bleaches it she does something crazy with her look Mm. and she's really really pale and so to hide the fact that she needs to eat brains because she's a zombie she decides to leave her job whatever she's doing in a medical office and work in the morgue and so (laughs) she sneaks brains from dead people and like mixes them into like a ramen bowl which is like really weird to me but also hilarious that she like cuts like it basically looks like she's putting tofu into a a bowl of ramen um but anyway 
Is this like a here's, drama? Here's a drama. What is this genre? Is it I animated? I don't know the genre, but okay. The the <laughs> more important thing; those are just minor details that I think are weird. The actual point yeah, of the just story: those minor details. <laughs> the major thing of the story is that when she eats people's brains, she like connects with them, and so she can see like recent visions that they've had. So here's the thing: she. She teams up with a detective and she yeah! starts she starts solving yeah! murders. What a surprise. <laughs> I zombie. It's actually really cute and really ridiculous and I'm probably going to keep watching it. It's awesome. It's on the CW. Okay. The CW puts out some quality shows. I'm just going to say. I'm into it. The other one um is Bloodline on Netflix. Oh, I I actually saw some tweets about this the other night. That oh, okay. Like good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. I lo- so I've I've watched more than one. I've watched a couple. Um it's a I think it might be a 12 episode. It just got released um on Netflix on March 20th maybe. So it's pretty recent. Um but the um coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights <laughs> is the like lead and it's about a family um, in Florida. They own kind of um, uh, they own like a small hotel um, in the Keys in Florida. And so it's about their family and kind of family dynamics. But it's it's very dark, um, very kind of noir. It's also incredibly slow burning. Okay. Um, I think in a good way. Uh, some episodes, like one of the ones I saw, I'm like, oh, okay, just like speed it up. Like get to it. What's happening? Yeah. What's happening? But it's just, it's really good. And it's Coach Taylor. He's adorable. Nice. I like him. Um, I'll yeah. I'll check that out. So I'll check it out. But it's definitely like darker. It is yeah. not comparable to I Zombie, which is a light and funny new show that I've tried. Got and it. it's only on Netflix. Bloodline is. Um, so I have one as well um, that is also not light and fun. In an unknown uh, genre. Okay. And that's American Crime. It's a new television series on ABC. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Okay. Better than I anticipated. Um, it deals with a lot of... Um, it's very tense. Yeah. Um, a lot of racial issues are brought up. Um, the acting is pretty good. Um, and it's it's interesting. I actually wonder, and this is kind of a sidebar, but I wonder w- what it might have initially been made for, like if it wasn't necessarily initially made for ABC. Because mm. there's a few instances where they're, they're swearing um, and words that aren't typically allowed on television, and they get rid of them. They don't, like, bleep it, but they cut it off. Huh. And it's enough that you don't really catch it unless you, like, are anticipating them that they're about to say that. Yeah. You're like, oh, wait, you're going to say, wait, you said it, but kind of cut off, but not so much that I was like, oh, you're bleeping. So I, I wonder if that's intentional or if it was actually created for a different medium to be put okay. out on, like a Netflix or, yeah. I mean, even like an FX or somewhere where then ABC picked it yeah, up. Yeah, and ABC picked it up, and instead of trying to change those tones, they just... But it's really it's very good. Okay, um, it's much better than I anticipated. Some of the characters you want to throw across a room, yeah, and that's just that's what you're supposed to feel. I think if you don't feel that, then <laughs> <there's>, <laughs> I 
there's a problem. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's but, fair. That's a, I remember seeing the like commercials. Yeah. For it, it's and the it same looks producer as Twelve Years a Slave, and okay, um, and one other Academy Award winning, like big, yeah, okay. So it's cool. good. I recommend it. All right, maybe we should devote some time next time for that one. Yeah, Get cool. On maybe Thanks. if we can fit in iZombie, <laughs> maybe I'll find some time. Okay, to watch between no worries all my other awesome television. Maybe yeah. I'll replace that with the slap. Like, oh, I watch uh, iZombie instead of The Slap. I would say the first episode was more entertaining than any of The Slap episodes. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) So there you go. Problem solved. (laughs) Well, I think that about does it. You should check out our show notes on sunriserobot.net slash likely story slash five. And as always, where can people find you on the internet? I am at Shelby Elizabeth on Twitter, or you can find me on Facebook. And I'm Polly Ann K on Twitter, and I'm also on Facebook. You can make sure to sh- subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher app. Please rate our show and write a review. It actually it helps us a lot. It only takes you a minute, and you guys all love us, so it's perfect. Um, also, we have a ton of podcasts now. This is episode five. Oh my gosh, so many. And if you're just joining us, that means you have four extra podcasts to catch up on. So go for a walk. Yep. Plug us in and enjoy. Um, special thanks to our Patreon supporter, Bruce Edwards. And I think that just about does it. All right. We're good. Bye. <laughs>